Hi, everyone, and welcome to Meet Me Downstairs. I'm your host and fellow mom, Britt, and I'm very excited to be sharing this stage with you. We are going to get real and honest about the different dimensions of postpartum life. We are going to be joined by a mixture of moms and experts in the field to discuss things like getting back into the actual act of sex with your partner, reawakening the joy of intimacy within yourself, the identity shift of motherhood, different ebbs and flows of relationships, and everything else in between. This podcast is dedicated to moms and our core purpose is to make sure that we are always honoring the woman within the mother. This forum is a place for us just to get together and discuss topics that may not be so easy to do in everyday life. So without further ado, let's get to it and I'll meet you downstairs. Welcome back to another episode of Meet Me Downstairs. We have a wonderful guest. Her name is Caroline and she um, is a mom and an author. And today we're talking about the journey of motherhood and self and how the transition into mother has impacted her life and how she finds space to honor the woman that lives within her and then just share her motherhood journey because everybody's journey is so different. Uh, I'm really looking forward to chatting with her because she's all the way in Europe and I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us where she's from and what she's all about. So I'm going to hand it over to you and let you give us the rundown. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, Well, I'm Caroline. I'm 29 years old and I'm a mom uh, to Olivia. She just turned uh, three years old and uh, little Philippa, she just turned one last week. So um, yeah, we're we have officially left the newborn or the little baby face. Um, and well, we also have a third baby that's our uh, chocolate Labrador Fritz. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's four, year, four years old, but sometimes he's just uh, he's still our biggest baby in the house. Um, we live in a, in a little town uh, near Amsterdam. We used to live in Amsterdam for quite a while, but um, when I got pregnant with Olivia, we... Um, we moved uh, to a, a small town um, to have some bit more space and um, yeah it's uh, really nice uh, here and yes I, I'm an author um, and I, I wrote a book last year it feels like ages ago <laughs> because uh, it's all about Olivia of my first year with Olivia there was a, a second baby already there. so um, yeah that's that's pretty much it well that's wonderful and your your book um it's almost like a, is it like a collection of poems almost? Um, yeah, well, it's, um, I, I hear that a lot of people say it's almost like poetry. Um, I've, I've never, it was, never was my goal um, to write a poetry book or something. And I don't, still don't see it as a, poet, a poetry book. It was, it's just a, a, a collection of, of, yeah, figments of my heart. And when I was in the middle of the process of writing, I, I just noticed that some, Things, some feelings were so so hard or so heavy that a few words or a few sentences were were enough to 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 explain it or to describe it. Um, and yeah, I I I didn't want it to be uh, like a, an, a page one till page hundred, and that it was that it would be just one novel um, because that that first year wasn't like a, a long fluent story. Exactly. 
And that that's really a big reason why I, I reached out to you because your writing is so honest, you know, like sometimes people can make it seem like motherhood is easy, but there's so it's beautiful, but there's so much to it. There's so many different layers to this journey, especially in the first year. So I'm really grateful that you um, were open to talking to me about your your journey. And we'll talk about your book a little bit later as we sort of get into our conversation. Um, but I kind of just want to start with, you know, what does being a mother mean to you? Like, how has that that journey entered your life and, and how has it changed you? How does it change me? It changed me in like almost every uh, every possible way without losing myself of course it's hard to, to not talk about the book because it's it, it, it's perfectly described in there yeah talk about it uh, talk about it don't yeah. worry yes please do first month were just just a haze the first year's first month of motherhood i think it was really just surviving for me i didn't really know uh, what was happening to me especially with all the horm- hormones and all the tiredness so I can say that only after that first year, um, I could really see the change happening in me. Like the first year was just things were, were happening to me without me being in control. And after that first year, um, I, I finally felt like myself again, but in a new version. I didn't want to spend my, my energy or time, people that, that didn't feel right or a project that didn't feel right or yeah I, I didn't worry that much as much as I did before about the small stuff I'm much more stronger more um, independent more um, think self-love is more more important for me and it changed me in 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 every possible way but in a good way yeah because you really go from you know, a young girl and then into a mother and it's it's quite a transition. And, and I think it's really unique what you said that you didn't realize in the first year what was happening. It's it's really going by so fast and the changes are happening so quickly. Like for me, my son is almost 10 months and only now am I starting to feel like I have come up for air almost. Yeah. Yeah, the, I, I I remember that exact moment at 10 months that something is happening. Like it's not really there yet, but you can see some some light or something. It's, yes. Yeah. And they change too. Like they're changing so fast. But what, when they sort of reach that like 10 month age, they become more like little people. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. So absolutely. it's less like trying so hard to keep something alive and more like, okay, we can hang out together and 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 I can enjoy your your personality and like your you know who you are and they're so much less reliant on your time every second, you know? It's yes. it really it's yeah. quite amazing. And you have this this excerpt in your book, which it, it says more than a mother. And it's a little writing about, you know, you are being more than a mother, but kind of please be patient while I get to know this this new me. And I, I love that. Maybe I'll just read it. Do you mind if I read it? No, of course. Go ahead. Okay. So it says more than a mother. I know I am more than a mother. I know being a mother does not define me, but please be patient. Let me get to know this new me, this new role I was given. Let me get comfortable with my new worries, fears, and love. I know that next to being my daughter's mother, I'm still my own person. And for now that is enough. That's so beautiful. 
Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I love I love your voice. Maybe we can uh, you can um, like an ebook or a Sure, anytime. <laughs> Thank you. But I love that. Thank you so much. Because that's really what this podcast is about too. It's to find space for the woman that you know, you're still in there even though you're in this new role. Yes. So how how did how did you kind of balance that or was it really just after that first year? What's what's the most important thing about that that part those words you just read out loud um is that that I really wanted to say that I know I'm I am morbid I don't care about it right now. Mhm. That just don't chase me. Don't ask me when I'm going to uh, have my first night without my baby. Don't ask me what are my other things that I that I love doing besides being uh, together with my baby. Just stop rushing me. I know I'm I'm not just a mother, but I that's all I want to do right now because mm-hmm. I need this and my baby needs me. It was an almost a sort of scream uh, towards society, towards people mm-hmm. around me. Stop brushing me this was one I think one of the few uh, parts of my book that I wrote during that first year so maybe that's why it's you can really feel um, such a heavy emotion because I still feel it when I read it and a lot of stuff I I think I started writing after those first first 14 or 15 months after uh, I became a mother because that's when my first year ended and that was the time when I finally felt like myself again and when I had time in the evenings to write and to that I had enough uh, space and air in my head that I could write and you're right the emotion would feel different yeah and perhaps that's why I connect to this one because I read it and I was like oh my gosh I feel like you understood me (laughs) yes and I I think a lot of people a lot of women feel feel that way that that they need to go away for the weekend with their husband with their partners to to have some time alone together but but it still doesn't feel right and yeah it's such a shame when you (laughs) when you feel like you, you want to be with your baby but society expects you to do otherwise yeah. Or even when you because so my my partner, he was just away for four months with work and he just got back. And I remember wow. telling him it was it's been it was really it was hard. But yeah. when he got back, I remember telling him like, OK, I want two weeks that are just to myself. Like, I want that. I need it. I need time yeah. on my own. Yes. He's been back already for two weeks and I haven't had any time to myself, but not because I don't I can't take it. But I don't know how, it's almost like I don't know how to be away from my baby. Because it so doesn't like, feel right? or It doesn't or, feel right. It doesn't feel right. Like, I'll go out for a couple hours and that's okay. But anything yes. more than that, I like, I'm yearning to be back home. Yeah. So it's almost like a fight within myself too. So like, yes, society has pressures and other people have pressures. But I also put a lot on myself. Like, I want this time on my own but I want to be with him. And sometimes it's a fight within me. And I don't know why I I fight like that, because I should just let it be. It's okay. Like, it's okay that I'm tired. It's okay that I miss him. It's okay that I want space from him too. So it's like a lot of internal things. Yes. It's, it's like, it's a, a mixture of emotions and maybe it's, it's, that that's the thing the thing what i see on social media and and stuff like that that people want to label it like this is good this is bad this is this is something i want to change and 
no, everything, like everything you feel is okay and normal and just let it be and don't analyze it too much. It's okay. It's, 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 there's a lot of things happening in your life. Plus the tiredness, plus the hormones. Mm -hmm. Just let it be and you'll be okay. Yes. And you, and you know, there's lots of beautiful things in, in motherhood, but there's also really hard stuff and, you know, there's insecurities and, and extreme exhaustion and there's lots of struggles and things that come up. What were a few of those moments like for you when you were feeling, you know, I don't know, insecure in your journey? Interesting to talk about this now when I just closed my, my first year with, with my second daughter, Philippa, because mm-hmm. there was... Uh, such a different first year and now I noticed that the book was really about uh, becoming a mother and the insecurities were about everything but not so much of the practical side of it like does she uh, am I a good mother or mm-hmm. uh, do I play with her enough or uh, or um, uh, what what kind of food does she need and stuff like that but more like what what does society expect of me? I think I just felt a lot of pressure that that made me insecure. I didn't have to have the guts to to listen to my mother instincts, so I didn't know what to do about a lot of things, like when she cried or when she wanted to sleep on top of me the whole first year. Um, mm-hmm. And that made me super insecure about the, about um, the things I I I wanted to do and the things I felt in my heart versus the things I, I I read about on the internet and, and books and stuff my, my my mother said to me or, or my sister. Um, one of the biggest struggles for me was that I completely lost myself. When I looked in the mirror, I didn't recognize myself. Um, and that was so scary. And I felt so alone with that struggle. And nobody talked about it. And nobody warned me for it. I, I just didn't know what to do. Like in what way did you feel like you didn't like like notice yourself? Was it was it visually or like you didn't recognize who you were anymore? What what was that feeling? It was indeed visually, but not like I I didn't recognize my tired eyes or <laughs> the, yeah. the pale face. But literally the when you sometimes I don't know if you if you recognize the feeling, but sometimes when you you look in the mirror and you look into your eyes, there's you always see a reflection or a sign of recognition or like, hey, how are you doing today? But it was just, I was just numb. I, I looked yeah. at myself and I felt nothing. And how far, how far in to your journey was this? How old was your daughter? I think it was six months into motherhood. Yeah. When, uh, when the exhaustion kicks in. And so what, how did you work through that? I, I just did you just do in motherhood right you just do there's like no you can't there's no waiting or anything there's no there is no other option you just have to do it yes so you just go and and you'll see what happens but I know I remember my mom saying to me that first year is hard it will be better you 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 got this it's super exha- exhaustive but you'll get you she'll get older uh, you'll you'll get your nights back um it will be okay and I think I didn't realize it at at that point but somewhere in my heart or in my head I knew it so 
and you just yeah. there's, because there's no other option what, what what else are you going to do are you going to collapse no your baby needs you so maybe yeah. that's just nature um handling things i don't know yeah i think there is a certain sense of like almost you know you're like releasing to something bigger than you yes it's like this trust in spirit or universe or whatever it is that it's going to help you get through this because there are moments in the very very beginning where I had no idea how I was going to get through but you just do like there's something primal or animalistic that just pushes you to the next stage yes and that's such a beautiful thing like uh, hundreds and hundreds of years ago they did the same and millions of years ago they did too so yeah yeah and every woman in our own personal lineage did this yes so there's this almost like even though I f- you feel isolated I felt lonely a lot in the very beginning very lonely yes. but maybe there was some sort of comfort in knowing that okay but every woman that brought me to this place did this how about some of the beautiful moments because there's lots of of you know amazing moments in motherhood was there is there anything that stands out for you that just melts you <laughs> of course it's, i miss olivia's fingers like when you when she fell asleep on top of me or next to me and then when she were was uh, trilling her her fingers in my hair or there's little milestones in the first year and like seeing seeing her her first steps um I know how she she I remember how she did her first steps and then she walks into walked into my father's arms I remember it so vividly and and also the the how proud I was of myself for just keep um just keep on going and mm-hmm. when we had a hard phase and then suddenly everything became brighter and she was happy again and she was sleeping again um and I know I remember how strong I felt how relieved I was of course but also how how, how strong I felt like I did this I did this on my own um I survived I didn't sleep and I, yeah. I and and uh, she wanted to breastfeed the whole night but I, I I survived and she's doing well and like I was proud of her and I was proud of me and I was proud of us for for just keeping on going and yeah and I think that's a beautiful recognition as well is that you can say I feel proud of myself I did a good job like that's such a wonderful thing because sometimes we don't give ourselves the credit right of course that we did a good job and that's something I feel too and I've never felt good at you know in in my life I don't think I've ever felt like I was really good at something but I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm a really good mom like I feel like for my son I'm doing a really good job and I've never been able to say that about myself in anything that I've done well I'm so happy you do and yeah and and why do you feel that way I don't know. I just know it. Like, I just know that I'm yeah. doing him a good service. Like, yes. within me, I'm not qu- like, of course, there's insecurities and things that come up all the time. You know, there's mm-hmm. things like, oh, do I, you know, because we're now thinking like, oh, should we be sleep training him or whatever? Mm-hmm. And if he, if we let him cry, then I feel, you know, bad. But, but all these other things that I'm reading are telling me to do it or, you know, so like, there's lots of things that I question within myself. But overall, I feel like yes. I'm doing a good job. Yes. 
And he's thriving. Like, it, as you said as well, there's phases. Like, we, we've we just been through a, a hard phase with sleep. But I feel it. Like we're slowly coming out of that now. Like, we ha- he used to sleep so good. And then all of a sudden, it changed. And yeah. now we're getting back. And so even in that, that struggle... I still was like, oh, like just like, oh, I feel like exactly like how you feel that you just go, you just do it. You just get through it. And it makes it makes you so much stronger. And I feel way more comfortable in like who I am as a person, even outside of being a mother now than I ever have in my life. It's really cool. I feel so strong. I always have something like when I when I walk on the street and not that uh, like if something um would happen to me like I would have the nerve to stand up for myself yes even when the girls aren't with me there's just less shit I I, I take from other people I, guess. I agree I'm the same <laughs> I feel the same and I wouldn't say I'm a very confrontational person now but I'll I feel I maybe it's just like mama bear instinct yes, like you're yes it's kicked in right yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, and you have two, two babies. And so how is that like going from one to another? Because they're both young, right? Three and one. Yes. So that's really quick that you did that. So how is that? <laughs> wow, it was, um, it was tough. I think that one of the things that that made me experience that first year with Olivia, with my oldest, it was lonely, was that um, on, on, on blogs and, and, and mom blogs and, and, and stuff like that, everyone was talking about um, the sleepless nights, all the, the kind of diapers changes, the, the, the lack of, of self-time, uh, missing my old life. Uh, and I, I just didn't uh, experience that way or or better, I, I experienced what I um, experienced it to be far worse was that uh, the emotional impact, losing myself, and um, and also the the immense fear um, that that enters your heart when you become a mother, and mm-hmm. all those things that made me so lonely. Like they they made me question myself: like, Am I doing something wrong? Is something uh, wrong with me? Am I the only one feeling it this way? Am I just too weak or too vulnerable? Or why is it so hard for me? And this first year with Philippa, our youngest, it was completely different. Like there wasn't, uh, I didn't mm. lose myself. There, there wasn't any big hormonal hormonal shift. It was just I was I was already a mother, and I just kept on going. And now the the practical stuff became more important. It's so so chaotic, and um, everyone there's there's like twenty four hours a day. Someone wants to be want to be held or fed or entertained or or changed it's just more ex, um, exhaustive in a practical way but in an emotional way it's just peanuts that's great <laughs> and, and maybe because I, I I dealt I dealt with all those struggles um, I had in that first year I dealt with everything and so I, I, I could le- leave that behind and I think it's nice to, to differentiate you know like the practical tired like there's you know that's just a regular tired yeah. of doing things during the day but emotional exhaustion is a whole nother beast so when yes. you have those two on top of each other in your first year it can really feel 
you know, depressing. But if you're yes. differentiated, because that's cool. I didn't really think about that before until you just made that, you know, like the practical stuff and then the emotional, because it does make a difference w- which one you feel. Yes. And and to me, like talking about uh, the practical uh, stuff of motherhood is a bit boring. Like, yes, it's obvious. Of course, your, your life changed. Of course, uh, you don't get to sleep that much. Like, what, what did you expect? There, and the emotional stuff is so much harder, at least for me, because I'm a highly sensitive person. And I, and I know it's, it's something that also plays a role. But you have to be aware of that part as well, because it's also so beautiful. Yeah. Because it's that hard, because you, you, you hit rock bottom and then you, you see yourself thriving again. That's beautiful. That's life. It is. And both are are, are parts of it, you know, like the yes. practical stuff and, and the emotional stuff. That's all you're all you're going to see all of it in motherhood. Right. Yeah. So it's great to be able to just know like, yeah, this stuff is going to come and this stuff is going to come, too. And and I'm so happy to be talking about some of the harder moments because you really do feel alone and you feel as though sometimes no one else is like is is anybody else feeling this way too like did somebody else have a hard time did someone else look in the mirror and feel like they didn't recognize who was looking back at them and I can guarantee you more than more than we know there are women who feel that way Yeah. And it's great now that we're in a time where, you know, women like you are writing books or we're listening to podcasts and we're having conversations that that put vulnerability on a pedestal to say, like, you're not alone because it's really hard being a mother or a parent. It is. And there's always there's also this stigma or that that make you feel feel like that you want to add but I'm it's worth it but I'm very grateful that um, yes. because there's so many women couples struggling with with becoming a parent so sometimes that's 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 something that still uh, that I still struggle with that okay sometimes I just want to stop talking about it because I'm lucky to 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 have kids and to yeah to be able to give birth uh, but the other hand um, it's just my feeling and I, I have to listen to those feelings because otherwise it would be bad for, very bad for my health and it's an extra layer of guilt sometimes yes. yeah but at the but we have to remember that just because there are other things going on that are sad it doesn't diminish our own experience no but it is tough sometimes and there's guilt in a whole in lots of different ways you know like especially you know if people are struggling with fertility there is a sense of guilt that comes with that or there's you know it just I feel like that lives within you sometimes as as a human being not even just a mother there's lots of things with guilt what are ways in which you with two children like find time for yourself because it's really important to make sure that you have time even if it's like a few minutes it doesn't have to be like half an hour but is there little things that you do during the day or during the week that like feels like okay this is my space and this is what I do to keep me feeling full I wish I could say I could give you a list right now but um, (laughs) no Uh, my husband works a lot so he's um, away a lot and he also has to work during the weekends or during the evenings as well um, sometimes Um, so yeah it's just um, 
is always um, pretty hectic. Plus, Flippa was a very uh, fuzzy baby, uh, fuzzy sleeper um, in the evenings for the lo- for the first ten months. Um, so she always always wanted to be um, with me. Um, so that, that that drove me insane uh, in um, like uh, eight months into it. But then I I just I gave into it. I just accepted it. And then and now she sleeps again in the evening. So now I'm just just enjoying my <laughs> that that I can just have some hours on the couch for myself in the evenings right. and just stare at the television, catch some breath. Really, that's one of my favorite times of the day when yeah, he just... goes to sleep and I can lay on the couch and just yeah. be like, oh. <laughs> yes, that feeling like okay no one's talking to me I just can't I think I rewatched The Office USA now for the third time or something oh my gosh so good yeah it's so good and that's just it like in the week during the weekends what I really try to do is have some alone time with Olivia I think that's more important right now than having some alone time for myself because I'm I miss her I miss being just uh, with her I was with her for the first two years of her for life like um 24 hours seven um days per week and and when i have those little moments with her then that's something that i charge myself with as well because that there it's it's like a constant struggle like do i give enough attention to her do i give enough attention to to the to the little one and um yeah so there (laughs) in conclusive there isn't a lot of me time for myself right now and that's okay because um, I know it will be better in after the first sixteen months or something, mm-hmm. and those those few moments that we have some some quiet, um, I just stare stare at the television, <laughs> and in the weekends I I try to uh, to have some alone time with Olivia. That's that's great because I feel that like when it's uh, just as I said, it's like a big exhale. I put on Netflix and I just like lay there. I don't want to think about doing anything else. Like normally I don't even eat dinner until like 8.30 or something because I just want to lay down. I like don't even care. I'm just lying down on the couch and I'm just loving nothing, right? Loving nothing, (laughs) exactly. And I was just talking to my husband last night and I said, well, this is the first time now she's sleeping for a few weeks in the evening, very uh, good, that I, I feel the pressure again, not from society or people around me, but for myself that I need to do something uh, mm-hmm. like I need to write more but I I'm so I'm so tired um that I just need to say to myself okay you you can't start something now because it's not you have to uh, get some rest first yes but that's just um a, a, a bit of um I I don't know what what's what's happening in my head on those moments but I feel some pressure but I think it's for myself so yeah Yes, I, I know that feeling too. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking about your book because it's so yes. raw and so emotive and it's beautifully written. Like, thank you so much for doing that and sharing that. Oh, thank you it's, so much. And even your your Instagram, your Insta- your social media, like the captions that you write to, it's just so warming. It makes you feel like you have a friend, which is lovely. Oh. And it's rare sometimes to find that when you see other mums on on Instagram so yeah like what how did this book 
You're so welcome. How did the book come about? You know, I mean, was it just naturally like you've always written and yeah, I I've always written since I was a little girl. I've always written. I my side jobs were were always um, they had something to do with writing, and then I had a, a bit of a. Then I became a lawyer, and after a few years, I I didn't. Uh, I had a, a burnout, and I really wanted to do something that I always wanted to do, and that's writing. So I started focusing on that, and then I had some freelance jobs from like. Um, a lot of um, different things and then I became a mother and I started this feels like ages ago uh, <laughs> then I became a mother and I, 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 I just focused on her and myself and then I then I just I think the lo- the loneliness was the biggest like inspiration yeah biggest inspiration to to start sharing my words um I started sharing my words on Instagram and I even had a, a blog for some while about how I felt and it was so well received I got so many messages from from other women saying thank you for writing this you're not the only one I thought I was the only one and then I thought well I have to do something with this um not really my my first um goal wasn't to publish it but more for myself like I, I wanted to have this memory of us I wanted to 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 open my heart for all the, those feelings I felt like I needed to to feel better or just to just to, to feel better and then I uh, talked to a good friend of mine and she said yeah you, you have to publish it and I felt super scared and I I didn't want to do it but then she said you have to do it you can you can just publish it yourself because um, I self published it I had some experience with publishers before about another uh, book project that I was working on but it was just it was such a personal um, intimate book that I didn't want to have any big corporations like have a commercial um, uh, commercial vision for it so I just did everything by myself and then then I um, finished it and then I still didn't want to publish it but I did it anyway and well, there was, yeah. Amazing. And that's great, too, that you self-published and just took, you know, continued on that personal journey with it. Yes. It, it, yeah. it wouldn't feel right if I, because I, I also didn't, maybe I should have done it, but I still didn't, didn't feel right to have a big marketing, uh, PR, uh, whole thing about it. I, I didn't really care about how, m- how much I was going to sell. I just wanted to have m- our story out there and to help others that feel the same way because sometimes I, I hear young moms talk about their feelings and I just I just want to hug them and say, we'll be okay, it's just a face. But also I know when you hear it's just a face, you don't want to hear it because... yeah. Yeah, I know it's just a face, but it just isn't helping me right now. Um, And I just want to give them my book, like, read this. You're not the only one. Um, That was my, yeah, my biggest inspiration, I guess, for publishing it. That's um, that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, And do you still find time to write now? I know you sort of mentioned that you felt, like, guilty that you should be writing. Yeah. You're just letting it pass, like letting that, because it will come. It'll come when it's supposed to, yeah, right? Yeah, it like, will definitely come. I'm, um, I'm, I still write for. Uh, I have some some side projects that that give me some that give me energy and inspiration. Like I don't want to force anything because yeah. that that's just 
isn't working with with any with whatever creative thing you're doing. So I write a bit. I write for um, I have a, a column at uh, uh, one of my favorite uh, or my favorite magazines about parenthood in the Netherlands. I'm focusing on like it's it's starting. A new book is starting to form in my head, but it isn't about motherhood or anything. It's I, what I wanted to say about motherhood. It's it's in the book already. Yes. Yes. That's that's so cool. And where can people find your book? Online. It's on. There's a lot of uh, online stores selling it, but it's also some local shops in the Netherlands. But uh, I have a lot of international resellers that ship worldwide. So it's basically it's going. Everywhere I for at first I I sold it myself, and I I had orders from the United States, from Australia, from China, but also from two streets, two blocks away from me. <laughs> so um, yeah, people uh, somehow knew how to find me. That's great. And it's uh, I I I don't have the time any anymore to to sell it myself, but uh, it's available everywhere online. Beautiful, and your website as well, which is by um, B Y Caroline, but which is well, I'll just spell it because Caroline is spelled <laughs> yes. is spelled differently. Um, in yeah, it's B Y C A R O L I J N dot com, and there's like yes space on there where you there, have your book and you have yeah, your there's retailers. a list of resellers. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for for chatting with me. Is there any you know, last things that you, you'd like to share or any pieces of advice or anything that's going on with you that you want to talk about, you, you have the floor. Well, first, again, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's completely my honor. The biggest advice for, for other moms out there or other women that are, are about to be a mom or is that you got this. That's just my, my biggest. I wish someone would have said to me it before when I before I got Olivia like whatever is going to happen uh whatever um people are saying to you you got this you you were made for this so it's going to be okay and it's just a phase but you won't believe it you'll <laughs> you'll only believe it when it's uh, when the phase is over <laughs> yeah um but well I have to say when I with this this first year with Philippa um that little voice like it's it's uh it's just a face it's con it's constantly in my head and that that's what makes things easier yeah like at one point i didn't sleep for two months like i slept only two or three hours per night and a lot of people ask me um how do you (laughs) how are you still standing up and that was the only thing that kept me going was the, the 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 wisdom of knowing it's just the face so that's the that's the uh, easy part about having another child that we know is just a face. And I just um, will say as well, your your book is called Motherhood: A Memoir of Our First Year. Right? Yes, because I just want to make sure it's in there, and that's the title. And yeah, but thank you so so much for yeah for everything. I really appreciate You're so your welcome. time, and it's so nice to just connect with you. Thank you so much. It warms my heart every week to see all of the amazing countries that are represented in our listening. It's amazing that I get to connect with all of you through different stories of mothers, and I can't wait to continue to bring incredible stories to you. 
if you're really enjoying these episodes, I really hope that you'll subscribe and leave a review because I love, 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 love to hear what you guys think. And also, if you have suggestions, feel free to leave them or DM me on Instagram. It's a community that we're building and it's one that I'm so incredibly proud of. Thank you so, so much for your support. And I can't wait to continue to build our relationship episode by episode. I'll see you next week.